This program is brought to you by the Living Church Boise. This is Restart Hope with Pastor Joel Sicker on FM 94.1 The Voice. Oh, that you would conceal me, that you would hide me, that you would appoint a time for me, that you would remember me. You know what? God answers this prayer of Job for him and for you. But he answers it through Jesus. Please track with me, bring this to a close. He answers this prayer. Even though you've not prayed it, Job prays it, he answers it through Jesus. You see, Jesus was hidden. They pulled him down from the cross because he was dead. They put him away in a tomb. And it says that he was dead. He was cold. He was stiff. They wrapped his body. And he went to the place where dead people go, in the grave. And he was hidden. And he was concealed until the wrath was passed. It reminds me of Galatians chapter 4, verse 4, when Job says, Oh, that you would appoint me a set time. Look at this in Galatians chapter 4, verse 4. But when the time was right. (laughs) But when the time was right, God sent his son. When the time was right, God sent his son. It says in the book of John that when the time had come, Jesus got up, took off his outer garments, and tied a a towel around his waist, and he began to wash the disciples' feet. God, who created time, who lives in eternity, entered into time, and walked this earth in time. And when the time was right, he got down, washed the feet, and when the time was right, he became the Passover lamb, so the wrath of God could pass over every single person that pleads the blood of Jesus on us. Galatians chapter 4 verse 4, but when the time was right, God sent his son, and a woman gave birth to him, because he was concealed in this, uh, he was wrapped in Mary's womb, like a, like, a, like a gift, like a sweet, like a wrapper, you know, Mary was a wrapper, get past the container and get to the contents, he was concealed, a woman gave birth to him, his son obeyed the law, so he could set us free from the law, and we could become God's children. This is important. He obeyed the law so you could be set free from the law. He obeyed the law so that he can be the proper sacrifice for all the lawbreakers. You see, I had a, I was trying to find a way to be able to, to, to get through this, and, and that's why I couldn't write much of my stuff down. Um, I've, I've broken the law multiple times in my life. Uh, in fact, if I were to get caught for all the things that I did when I was a kid, uh, I would do a lot of time, I think. You know, and, and, and while I was going through this, and I was like, God, I, lo- I love the good news. Uh, the gospel means good news. And I said, Lord, how, I, help me, help me, help me get a fresh taste of the good news. And, and immediately I saw myself in the courtroom. And, and I'm in my jumpsuit, my orange jumpsuit, and I've got my shackles on and everything. And, and the judge is standing over there. And, and he goes through my rap sheet. And he brings back my sins. I, I don't feel like Zophar. I don't feel like I can stand there and justify my good works because it's really, honestly, as I'm hearing this rap sheet of my stuff, I mean, even the things that I thought was good but I knew was bad, when it's coming from the judge, as he's reading it, even my good works, it doesn't really outweigh what I've done. So even that, that, that concept of, well, my good works outweighs my bad, my karma, that's bull as I'm hearing all of these things and 
and it's coming back and it's coming back and I'm standing there with my shackles on and the only thing I could say with tears in my eyes and my throat choking up is guilty I'm guilty and then the death blow the verdict and folks the verdict was the death sentence and it's so crazy because as I'm standing there I didn't feel like it was unfair because of what I've done the people that I've hurt the lies and knowing the truth and yet walking in the loud darkness I said I deserve that I said I deserve that and I caught a glimpse of the people sitting behind me in, in the courtroom like you know the audience I don't know what you call them and they're a bunch of haters and they're laughing and they're high-fiving and they're excited that I get the death sentence and they know the judge to be true and they know the judge is going to pass a good verdict and so they are high-fiving they're like yes death sentence on this guy good and they all dressed up looking good and I'm here in my orange jumpsuit as a prisoner but the craziest thing happens the judge gets up he takes off his robes and he comes down and he goes back into a room and he comes out in an orange jumpsuit and he comes and he stands beside me and he tells the cop to take off my shackles and to get me changed and he stands there and he says put his punishment on me I said that's stupid I said that doesn't make sense and he said no you see I'm a just judge and judgment has to be passed because if I wink on this judgment I would not be just and he says but Joel you don't understand I love you too and I'm going to take your punishment I said, it doesn't make sense it's the death sentence and he says yeah but you don't understand but look at my rap sheet it's clean and look at yours it's full and he gives me his sheet and he takes all of my punishment and they walk him away shackles and all they walk him away to the back room and they strap him down and his poison begins to go in through his veins I get the gospel I get it because I'm standing here in normal clothes now my sheet is clean and I'm able to walk out I'm able to get in my car and drive back home and spend time with my family and the haters are wondering what happened and while the judge is sitting there and dying on my behalf a few days later now this is in my my dream it's not in the Bible it's my version kind of a thing I was like Lord help me understand the, the gospel a few days later I run into the judge he looks good he's got the scars he looks good and he looks at me and he says I took your place of death I took your place of death and because I took your place of death now you are living my life and he asked me how are you going to live it are you going to go back and muddy up my rap sheet and he says you will go back and muddy up your rap sheet if you don't realize how much I love you but if you know how much I love you the speed limit when you see it it cannot forgive you of your sins but it will remind you of how much the judge loves you it will remind you of what the judge did for you and because of that 
you will be able to keep the sheep clean. You see, keeping the sheep clean does not save you, but saved people will want to keep the sheep clean because they have love for the judge who's just and who's loving and who took their place and let the poison of sin run in his veins while the wrath passed over you onto him. And he was concealed and he was hidden when the time came. The reason why I wanted to sing that song this morning before we start our time of worship, Lord, I lift your name on high. You came from heaven to earth to show us the way. From the earth to the cross, my debt to pay. From the cross to the grave, but he didn't stay in the grave. He came back because debt could not hold him down. I was sinful, he was not. He took my sin on himself and death could not hold him down. The wages of sin is death and he himself was sinless and so death could not hold him down. You and I will never understand that because we're sinful. If you were sinless, you will understand that. And he comes back and then look at this in the book of Galatians. We'll continue. Verse 6. Now that we are his children, the judge doesn't just say, you're my friend. He doesn't just say, you were once a person that I judged. He says, now you're my child. Now that we are his children, God has sent his spirit of his son into our hearts. And his spirit tells us that God is our father. You are no longer slaves. You're no longer a prisoner. You're no longer an enemy. You're no longer a lawbreaker. You are no longer a slave to sin. You're no longer a slave to the law. You are God's children. And you will be given what he has promised. The funny thing is, Job, he kind of gets this, man. And I don't understand how. He kind of gets this. He understands that this is who God is. That God is a just God. That God is a gracious God. And, and my excitement as I bring this to a close is this. If Job was able to get it before, when he lived before the cross, I think you and I should not only get it, but we should be able to jump for joy because we see the cross because we see the empty tomb, because we see the word of God, the 66 books that we have that constantly brings us back to the billboard of the grace of God. Job says in chapter 13, verse 24, why do you hide your face and count me as your enemy? Because I don't know you to be my enemy. You're a loving judge. Yes, you are the judge, but you're just and a loving judge. Why do you hide your face from me? Will you frighten a driven leaf and pursue dry chaff? I, I, I'm a dried leaf. Isaiah answers this really well in Isaiah 42 verse 3. He says, He will not crush the weakest reed or put out a flickering candle. He will bring justice to all who have been wronged. You might feel, and I said this last week, you might feel like a candle that's been burnt on both ends. Mothers, he says, I hold your future in my hands. I hold the world in my hands. And my powerful hands have the scars of love. I will not crush you. I will not crush the weakest reed or put out the flickering candle. I will bring justice to all who have been wronged. Job chapter 13 verse 15, he says, Though he slay me, I will hope in him. You see, Job gets it. Job gets it. I hope he gets it. Though he slay me, even though he kills me, I will hope in him. The Hebrew translation can say this. It's very interesting. It says, Before I die, before he kills me, I will praise him. Before he kills me, I'll praise him. I do not know when I'm going to die, so I'm just going to praise him. Before I die, I'm, just, I'm going to keep praising him before I die. So far, you can talk about taking the world in your hands, taking your life in your hands. I am going to praise him. What are you going to do? Are you going to keep holding on or are you going to praise him? God, my future, your hands. The world, your hands. It's okay if people think I'm lazy and you're not taking charge of this, you're not taking control of this. Your hands, God. 
trust your hands I'm going to trust your hands I'm going to trust your hands I'm going to trust your hands I am your hands this doesn't mean that it gives an excuse to just be a lazy Christian this means you've got to put your ears close to the floors of heaven and your eyes fixed on the word of God to know what is God calling you to do don't say I'm listening to God when you, when you don't actually spend time with God to say this is what God's calling me to do don't follow the world follow the kingdom that God is calling you to live in through his word James chapter 5 verse 11 James writes and says we give great honor to those who endure under suffering for instance you know about Job a man of great endurance interesting James is writing about Job as a man of great endurance you can see how the Lord was kind to him at the end for the Lord is full of tenderness and mercy Job is going to say in chapter 23 later on we will see this he says yet he knows the way I have taken when he has tested me I will come forth as gold you might be in a testing right now you might be in a very trying time right now and it can be tempting to try for you to take charge repent and give God let God take charge let God take control practically it can feel like you want to retaliate when God says shut up you want to strike where the iron is hard God will say stay put stop for some of you can I say this a little prophetically not little prophetically for some of you God has kept you hidden even though you know that you're talented you know you're called God has kept you hidden and he's going to let you suffer because without the cross there is no crown God doesn't want Satan to know what your calling is right now trust him trust him it's okay if you're hidden it's okay if you're under the ground because a seed needs to go under the ground and die before it can sprout and bear much fruit would you please stand with me we're going to pray and close Isaiah chapter 66 verse 13 says as a mother comforts a child I will comfort you mothers you know what it's like to comfort your child you wake up in the middle of the night oh man I have so much respect for that I wouldn't want to do that I would rather just use earplugs you know <laughs> or use padding on my doors but mothers you would wake up you would go heat up milk you would turn on that loud microwave and let it beep and wake up the whole house in the neighborhood and let the dogs bark while you're doing it and you would carry the child and you would sing a song and rock that baby to sleep and the Bible tells me that as a mother comforts a child I will comfort you I don't know what you're looking at for comfort man whatever you get whatever you own whatever relationship and whoever you sleep around with it's not going to give you the comfort that you your soul needs and desires